Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. Trev is going to be coming in hot. He will be here today. At least we are expecting him here today. So he'll be on in a little bit. But this is our flagship program where we stream live every Wednesday at 7.30 on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, you can catch it afterwards as well on your favorite audio platforms. Wherever you are listening, make sure that you are subscribed to it. And if we can just get a couple more subscriptions on this YouTube channel, we'll break that 2K mark. So hopefully we get there. But it is the bye week for Washington. We've got still plenty to talk about here on the show during the cool down we're going to be talking about washington's playoff chances are they going to make the playoffs does what is it going to take can they get the 4-0 and get that elusive 11 win season that we haven't seen since the 92 super bowl mm, maybe or does two and two cut it all that's going to be talked about in the cool down and then during the game we're going to be talking about how this season has gone so far and give out accolades who's the defensive mb MVP. Who's the offensive MVP? Some of you had a chance to answer those questions on our community page on our YouTube channel. So we'll be going over some of those results as well. And then here in the warm up, we're going to be given our closing thoughts on the Giants game number one as we prepare for number two here in the next couple of weeks. And then we'll be talking about how our thoughts on the game being flexed. Some people are excited. Some people not so much. Jonathan Allen's giving away 100 tickets. We'll talk about that as well. The warm-up is sponsored by Sky Bar. Make sure you head down to Lexington, Virginia, or if you're in that area, make sure you hit up and see Trev in person, and you can just dr name drop us. Say, this is blank from you know your channel. We love you guys. Ref the district, and your first drink is on us. And all you have to do, like I said, go to this man, Trev, who finally shows up today. <laughs> you know me. I've got other podcasts to do. My bad. My bad. He is a he is a most wanted man here on uh, on all sorts of shows. What up, Trev? I just uh, we just we just went through the the rundown for today's show. Spy Sky Bar sponsoring the warm up here as we give our closing thoughts on the tie against the Giants. Why don't you kick us off, even though you came in, you know, skirt, you're skating in. You didn't even, I'm not even going to let you catch your breath, my man. Okay. I want, I want to hear right from you as soon as we get going. Oh, man, I'm disappointed. I hate a tie. No mm. one likes no one likes a tie in football. They need to change that rule immediately, starting next season. Can't stand it. I know. How, you're how would you change it, though? Yeah, yeah. How would you change it? That's a good uh, question. If, if 10 minutes is up, put another five minutes on whoever scores wins like just keep adding like somebody what has about player safety aren't you worried about people being injured and uh hey if you don't I, want to play football sit on the sidelines okay it's about <laughs> winning and then i mean i know player safety is important but another, another five minutes would be okay but anyways um especially when you have plenty of times to win the game especially when you put yourself in plenty of positions to win the game mm. it's very very disappointing um it's also kind of embarrassing that two teams can't seem to score. And actually, we're very fun. much unwilling. I, I like us's take here. The tie was deserved for both teams. There in the last, I would say Washington's drive to tie it. It seemed like they wanted to win the game, but then after that, I, I'm, I'm not convinced either team actually wanted to win. 
Yeah. That's like 15 plus minutes of football that you're watching where neither team is seems to be making the full effort. There's definitely times there was big pass plays. There was the big run play by Curtis Samuel. And then like, both teams <laughs> like we're like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah. Tie it here. We're not mm. supposed to win it. We're supposed to tie it. Nah, and it, we it off. I mean, it's just, so that's why, that's where my, I just, my, we had a chance to win the game in regulation and we had a chance to win the game in overtime and we didn't get it done. So it's very disappointing. Well, let me ask you this. Would you guys have liked to see uh, Ron to go for two? When they mm. scored towards the end there, and there was still plenty no. of time left. No, only no. I mean, maybe yeah, because we ended in a tie, obviously, but we didn't know that yeah. was going to happen. So and no. anyone saying yes to that is completely looking at it from hindsight. Because yeah. if they go for two and they miss that two point conversion and they lose the game twenty to nineteen, mm-hmm. people would be calling for Ron Rivera's head. Those same yeah. people who would be. You know who would have been championing it on their social media channels just a moment before would have been like, no, you should. That was bad play call. Or there's Scott Turner. A lot. Of, you you guarantee Scott Turner would be the person people would call call for in that regard. So and I think also right if if they make it and they go up twenty one twenty, then that puts a lot of urgency into the Giants mm-hmm. with plenty of time left. Which they whereas, did add their chances. Yeah. What? Whereas, if it's a tie game, then maybe they play it a little bit more conservatively, and then you get a chance to get the ball back because they're playing not to lose. That's kind of the the mindset you're hoping for, and then you get a chance to get the ball back. But if you go up twenty one twenty, then they're going to play with a sense of urgency because they have to score, and then maybe that puts your defense in a disadvantage. Uh, disadvantage position. So I, I was okay with the uh, kicking the extra point as well. Me too. Yep. Fair enough. Let's give a shout out to those already in the chat. We got Michael, Doug, we got P dub in the house. We got Kevin EP Craig, Commandalorian, Gus bus. Everyone's uh, here. Welcome. Make sure that you, if you're staying quiet, make sure you still just hit that like button for us. Uh, want to real quick address uh, Doug here. You know, hey, uh, Doug, we appreciate, you know, all the comments that you make on the channel. Uh, We see that uh, you had some news with your family. Our thoughts are with you. And if there's anything we can do, you just let us know. Okay, Doug, Mm -hmm. appreciate you. Um, We've had lots of, uh, you know, comments here based on to shift it back into the sports realm. We have comments like this from Commandalorian. Like to see a touchdown in the red zone. We'd like to see Joey Sly make his field goals. That's mm-hmm. that changes the game too. Mm-hmm. If they make that 52 yarder, that touchdown, you know, maybe they're not as aggressive with Taylor Heineke to get that touchdown to tie it because you know you need to eat more time on the clock. You know, I feel like that drive was very much a product of we're down by seven points. We need to go score now and give ourselves enough time to potentially win this in regulation where if they make that field goal, they probably do one of these methodical drives down the field where a touchdown wins the game for them and there's mm-hmm. no time left on the clock. So there's a lot of, you know, you, there's, you can what if this to death. Mm-hmm. In the end, it's it like you said, Trev, it's a bit of a disappointing tie but Washington's still in it. Stoner, you said that this was not a must win right. and they didn't lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's like I think you might have said that on Monday too, right? Like it, it was a it was yeah. a must not lose more than it was a must win. Yeah. And they didn't lose. 
Right, right. That's that's for sure. And that, and now it becomes a, a must win uh, this this next game. But uh, I mean, they left so many points out on the field. But so did the Giants. I mean, these are just two very equal teams with two mediocre quarterbacks. They both got good parts of their team. You know, the so the Giants have a good defensive line. The Giants have a good running game. Washington has the same thing: a good defensive line, a, a good running game, and and but they just don't have those pieces to kind of overcome their inability throughout the games to be able to win a game like this. I mean, you're not going to see a tie the, the next time they play, but you're going to see a very similar game because they're very similar teams, very similar quarterbacks, not good enough, and and they just leave a lot of stuff out there. And that's what not good teams do, teams that are hovering around 500. That's what they do is they leave a lot of points out there and so did the Giants. And it was, man, it was such a Taylor Heineke game too, wasn't it? I mean, he just does so many things kind of wrong, and he makes a few good plays, and then he goes out there when you absolutely have to have it. He just puts it all on the line, and he gets it for you. And then when you need him to do something in overtime, you can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then here you are. You're at 20-20. It's, it's a 20-20 to 20 game, and, and it just frustrates the heck out of you because – you see what he can do at times, and then you see the the crap that he does other times, and you just want to bang your head against the wall because you feel like he he should be able to get you to 25, 26, 27 points a week, and he just can't. He's just incapable of doing it. And it's just <laughs> and it's not just him. You know, we've talked about it ad nauseum. It's the line, it's all these other things, but man, it just drives you crazy when he that fourth down throw, I mean, uh, who thought he was going to make that throw? Anybody? <laughs> Trev, did you think he was going to make that throw? Uh, I like the catch more than the throw, but because, <laughs> I mean, he makes those throws all the time. and I know. He doesn't make those throws all the time. That's why that particular throw was pretty dang on amazing because he actually had one. That, that was a scramble. He had a designed rollout that he completely missed a wide-open receiver. Just, mm-hmm. just, you know, I think it was Terry McLaurin on that one. Just you know, earlier in the game, so the fact that he scrambled and then made that one was pretty going going left, throwing I don't know eighteen yards downfield while running left on a fourth and four, and actually hitting the guy right where he has to hit him, and Samuel Mm. catching that ball, and you're just like, why can't you do that more often? Why do you have to wait till our hearts are about to drop (laughs) onto the floor? Until he actually does it, it's, it's, it's just mind boggling. You know, that that was my big thing. I, I spent uh, part of my weekend at Bush Gardens, and I couldn't get on the rides because I have uh, heart issues. And here we go watching that game, and I'm like, "Come on, Heineke! I didn't just skip all these roller coasters to be on the roller coaster with you." Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. but that's exactly what ended up happening. Uh, people talking about you know bet they'll tie again or they won't tie again. I tell you what, if I have a free bet, I'll put it on a tie because those odds are probably. Astronomical. Yeah, sure. But they yeah, tie. They're again. definitely not gonna they might go to overtime, but they're not gonna tie again. There's no way. These coaches Trev, won't Trev's favorite parlay edition. Oh, it's gonna be an overtime game because it's like plus six thousand. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. yeah. Well, well just make sure we're only putting dollars on that one. Bet responsibly, mm-hmm. of course. Um, Corey, just want to shout out to you as well. Thanks for your participation here, and uh our thoughts are with you as well. Oh, jeez. In that one. So I don't know how you guys get through it, but Prayers up to you, to all of you. 
Now, one of the other big topics about this team is how the Sunday night flex this game. They NFL watched this game and said, yep, we want the whole NFL, everyone to be eyes on this game um, in two weeks. Now, obviously, it's playoff implications. Mm-hmm. This this game could decide which of these two teams go in. Maybe not right then and there on mm-hmm. December 18th, but that could be the difference maker three weeks afterwards. So what do you guys think about the flex to Sunday night? I'm, I'm loving it. Put us on primetime, baby. We've been, mm-hmm. we've been, we've been doing pretty well. well. On uh, primetime this season so far, so why not? It's better than the who was it? Patriots and I think Raiders? it was the Broncos, wasn't it? No, it was. It wasn't another Broncos one. I hope Good it was the Cowboys and Colts no. on Sunday night, wasn't it? Or was that Monday <laughs> night? Game that just no, played got, Sunday night. That just got played. Um, uh, I don't remember who it was. It was Patriots night. and somebody, but ours is going to be way better of a contest than that game too. So I'm, I'm about it. We're going to be there regardless anyway. So. Yeah. I like it. We are going to be at the game. That's going to be one where we won't be streaming. We won't be providing play-by-play or commentary because we will be at the game. Uh, and so that's pretty exciting. Stoner, uh, I mean, you're not coming as far as Trav, mm-hmm. uh, but Trav, Trav owns and operates a bar, so he doesn't have to work until you know 5 o'clock in the evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I have to work early in the morning, and we're, you know, we're north of 30. Uh, how, how do you feel about the Sunday night flex? We're going to be there at the game, probably getting home at like as as uh, Jonathan Allen talked about getting back at five in the morning. What do you think about uh, the late game? Well, here I am going into my uh, calendar right now and seeing what is happening on that day after because I haven't really checked. All right, so the game is when the eighteenth. Yep. All right, so the nineteenth. I mean, my first meeting's at 10 a.m. I'm good. I'm good. I'll be up there. I'll be up nice and late. Let's go. I have no problem with that. Uh, I think it's a little bit of a it's it's man, I'm I'm using this word a lot. It's disadvantageous, I think is the word that mm-hmm. I was trying to go with earlier. But when you get flexed to a Sunday night game, your next game the following week is on a Saturday, and it's in California. So you have to travel. So you have one less day. Now you're playing the night game. So you're probably not traveling until the next day or three or four in the morning or something instead of, you know, playing a 1 p.m. game and then leaving it, you know, eight o'clock at night or something. So you have one less day and now you're traveling probably a day later than you normally would. So, I mean, it's it's not uh, it's not very good for this team considering what they have in front of them and being this time of year when every game is so critical. So I think it's a, it's, it's going to be a little bit tough for this team to overcome all of those. It's not terrible. You know what I mean? Like every team has to deal with that Thursday night games and all that, but it's just worse than it would be if you were going from Sunday afternoon till Sunday afternoon. Now you're going from Sunday night to Saturday, probably Probably Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I think it might be a four o'clock game for that. Probably uh, that yeah. one there. Now, mm-hmm. you know, not to jump too far ahead for us, but I mean, we do have people talking about Jimmy G being out, so maybe it's a winnable game. Uh, San Francisco getting some extra rest, so you got to deal with that. Now, I will say that I, I remember seeing, and I'd have to look this up for another time. 
But I remember seeing that teams that actually had the short rest performed mm. better. Yeah. So maybe it's not necessarily a, a bad thing. We'll be fine. And yeah. and Washington will have the bye. Obviously, they have the bye <laughs> leading into the Sunday Night Football. So they have some rest there kind of going in. I, I do agree, Stoner. It's kind of unfortunate that the schedule's crunching like that. Yeah. I I personally have no problems as well with the uh with the late night. Uh I think it's gonna be exciting in that regards. I think that mm-hmm. it's it's I think it's great for this fan base that we have a team that's gotten flexed to mm-hmm. a prime game. Mm-hmm. Not a, they didn't get flexed out of that we got flexed to mm-hmm. that to me you know shows kind of where this team is maybe heading and and you can feel that in the stadium with the fans just like that last game when we're uh at with Atlanta that I talked about just the stadium was felt different and so we'll, I think that it should be good hopefully we get people out there Jonathan Allen's giving away 100 tickets you can check out his socials to find out that the team is going to be giving away some the uh, radio stations are giving away some. We ga- already gave our our two away, mm-hmm. so hopefully we'll see you there. If you are headed there, make sure you hit us up because uh, looks love- like uh, Craig's going to be there. So Craig, if you get out there early and and uh, tailgate, we'll be in the red zone tailgating uh, a couple hours before the game. So come hit us up over there. Uh, there is no fees for tailgating. You can go anywhere you want to tailgate, whatever. So you can just cruise on over and check us out. But yeah, I think it's going to be packed. Uh, packed, relatively speaking. Yeah. I oh, think it's going to be, really be packed. FedEx is never more. really packed, but it should be hopping a little bit. Uh, EP's calling me out here in the chat. She's saying, no, we didn't. We still have two tickets. I wasn't going to necessarily bring this up, but so what I was talking about is we gave away <laughs> the two sweet tickets, EP. What we do have is our two normal club seats that uh, we haven't yet sold. And so, and that's, uh, by the way, for those who might have want, uh, you know, heard right for the the season of giving, if we would have gotten to a thousand dollars, I was going to sweeten the pot with those two tickets. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's what it was. We didn't get to a thousand dollars. So I didn't want to necessarily say it unless we got there. So, but we do have two tickets. So if you're looking for some tickets and and you want to purchase, because I'm not Jonathan Allen, I don't make millions of dollars. Mm. I, I live <laughs> on a military paycheck. So uh, we're, we're selling ours. But if you're a Commanders fan, I'm sure we can get you in those seats uh, for a reasonable deal. So club hey, good stuff. Have you, do you ever notice? Uh, do you ever notice that? And this is total eye test kind of thing. And I always use the NBA kind of to to gauge this, but do you ever notice that when they have those back-to-back games and only one team's on the second game of a back-to-back, it's just an eye test. That team almost seems to almost always win the team that's on the second game of a back-to-back and the, the team that's fresher, they always seem to lose. I don't know why that is. And I don't, I don't have the numbers to support that. But just kind of check that out next time. If you're watching the game and they say this team's on the on the second game of back-to-back, see if they win. And that's kind of the same thing here. When you have that shorter week, as Trev was talking about earlier, I, I don't know if it's a focus thing. If you don't get that overload of all the practice and the film and the, just and play the game, off of just you just play, you just play off. And, yeah, you just go out there and you just play mm-hmm. when you don't have to prepare as much. So maybe that's a good thing. Who knows? 
Well, I'm just going to address this one from Obey here real quick. FedEx was packed week one. Uh, according to the books, they had 58,000 in attendance, good for 86%. And that's what the capacity set at 67. Okay. Which we all know the stadium was originally built with 80, 80 plus thousand in mind. So yeah. that's covering up a whole bunch of seats. So I don't know about packed. But it was, it did have a lot more. You usually see uh, that happen. Yes, Gus Bus, I'm trying not to sell these to opposing fans. Uh, <laughs> uh, although, to be fair, we did offer them up to my neighbor who's a New York Giants fan. Oh, uh, what are you doing? He, it's, you know, friendly neighborhood, you know, stuff. How are they he, he, he turned it down because he was going to take his kid. So thinking about the kids, uh, but no, he, he's not sure. going to go. Now you're we're thinking about <laughs> you're thinking about the cash. You're not thinking about kids. I mean, she wasn't going to get a friends and discounts. You know, friends and family yeah. discount. That's for certain. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, <laughs> well, what it is. All right. Well, when we get to the game, we are going to be talking about how the season has gone so far compared to our expectations and give out some accolades all that's coming up here on the game the game is brought to you by pacers running stores pacers has five stores in northern virginia and dc for the best running footwear apparel and gear just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business pacers running exists to help as many people as possible through running for every run it's pacers running You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.